0: Hello, 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 and welcome, 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 everybody, to Resilience is My Beauty. I am yours truly, Tawanta J. What's going on, my beautiful sisters? What's going on? Guess what? I got a podcast. Yes, I do. <laughs> i got a podcast i'm so grateful and so thankful for this opportunity listen guys you know what's up you know what's up ladies just come on in drop your purse drop your bag some of you probably just came from shopping some of you probably just came from work some of you probably had ex you went to uh to uh to work out today right and you are just like done (laughs) so come on in take off them sneaks your shoes or whatever you know what to do. Go into our fancy kitchen. Girl, don't our kitchen look good? Oh, it's a dream kitchen indeed. Yes, it is, sugar. So go ahead, open up that refrigerator, grab your cool drink or whatever you, whatever suits your fancy. Come on in our special place in our room. Come on in. Girl, come on. How you doing? How you doing, Suggs? It's so good to see you. I'm so glad my sisters are here. Come on in. Sit down. You know what's up. Take a deep breath in. Exhale, slow. What's going on, my sisters? (laughs) Hey, what's happening? Welcome to Resilience is My Beauty. Listen, y'all. How was your weekend? How was your weekend? You know I always got to ask that question, right? I hope your weekend was amazing. I hope it was uplifting. I hope it was inspiring. I hope it was fun, You know, you may not have done anything, like, over the top, but it was just fun. And I hope it was relaxing for some of you sisters, right? I hope you took the time out, you know, for yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Took the time out for yourself. You know, we all need to take time out for ourselves, right? As for me, well, my weekend was amazing. Zing, let me tell you it was just absolutely fun. it was inspiring it was uplifting. I had the opportunity to um to be a part of this phenomenal workshop you know unwrapping your spiritual gifts and it was just absolutely amazing at my church and you know of course my one of my colleagues my sister friend's uh friend you know um she hosted this um this workshop that has been going on you know since the beginning of the year actually and it's broken down to four parts basically so you know we just finished this second part of it and we've moved on to the third part of it in the fall Um, and it was just amazing man you know they had wonderful speakers there and you know they had a lot of activities, a lot of interacting and all those things, man. It just truly blessed my spirit. And when I say spirit, I am not saying it to be saying it. Truthfully, truly, for real for real, the Holy Spirit intervened, okay? Child, let me tell you. It was absolutely amazing. Yes it was. And of course the rest of the, you know, the you know the weekend, of course was just just as good. It was, uh, relaxing and peaceful, all those great things. Right. Um, but yeah, I had a good weekend and so far this, this week, you know, is going pretty, pretty good. No complaints. I have a lot to complain about, but I'm not going to waste my waste this perfect day, <laughs> you know, uh, contaminated with drama. Right. But, uh, I wanted to connect with you today right? And talk to you about something that, you know, we know about it, but we really don't exercise it like we should. And, um, you know, we try to avoid that F word, Mm -hmm. that F word. And, um, And Y'all get your dirty minds out the way because it's not that kind of word. (laughs) As soon as you say the F word, people automatically think it's the other word. (laughs) But it's not that. This particular word is something that, you know, we should utilize all the time and pretty much every day. You know what I'm saying? Um, We should practice this, you know, it should be part of our daily lifestyle every day, because it's not just the people that, you know, um, that causes us to not do this, but even us, you know, we have to also learn to, um, or humble ourselves and you know ask for ask for this from other people too and so before I get to this particular word this f word you know I um woke up this morning and if you can hear from the sound of my voice y'all my voice is like an octave low (laughs) I always wanted to know how does that work it's a sidebar now y'all how does that work? You know, you're resting, you sleep, and you wake up in the morning and you start talking. Maybe you're talking to your spouse or, you know, whatever. You're just talking to the Lord and you just hear your voice. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. What, did, did I have a voice, you know, changing while I was sleeping? Because it just goes down an octave. <laughs> Just trying to figure how does that work? Is it because your body is just settled? You know, maybe that's what it is. Because you know, as you start talking and through the through the course of the day, of course, your voice starts to elevate back to its normal, you know, sound. You know what I mean to uh, pitch, and you know, and then it's you know, it's all good from there. But when you wake up in the morning, it's just like a totally different person. You know, and me being a singer by, you know, uh, by nature, I'm a first soprano. So, you know, I'm in the stratosphere. I'm the mini Ripperton type of uh, soprano. And, you know, when I sing, you know, um, and when I get to my low register, you know, singing the alto part or whatever... You know, I could get to that level, to the first tenor level, but then get to that second tenor. Like Layla Hathaway. Layla Hathaway. Oh, my Lord. That that diva is amazing. What a powerful instrument she has. You know, so you know when you hear her sing. You know, she's singing it low to the flow, baby. You hear me? She is down, down under. Okay. (laughs) So when I hear a Layla Hathaway song, you know, especially the song that she uh did, you know, remake of Anita Baker's song, um, you're my angel, or uh, angel, um, you know, I can sing that now, cause my voice is at that register. You know what I'm saying? So I just singing in the car with her. If I hear it, you know, on the radio when I'm, you know, dropping off the kids at school, of course, you know, um when school was active. Now they on, you know, summer break, but then you know, cause they always play her song every morning when I'm at that time when I'm taking the kids to school and you know that's a jam that I love and all those things of that nature so when I'm in that register you know when she comes on I'm singing the note honey and you can't tell me nothing because I could sing the note <laughs> but later on during the day when I'm out and about running errands or whatever mate whatever is going on and my 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 sound my voice is back to its regular pitch sound and then her song comes on. I can't sing them low notes now. I can't get down to the flow. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I I try. So I just stay at the at the you know at the note that is comfortable for me. And I still rock it, <laughs> but you know it just sounds so nice. You know when you get down to that low register, honey. You know you're like, oh yes, I I got this, but. I'm sorry, that was a sidebar moment. I forgive me, y'all. Okay, so this focus, 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 focus. That is not the word, even though that's an F word, but that's not the word. The word that I want to talk about today, y'all, is forgiveness. Is forgiveness? I know something like woo. Oh, Lord, maybe I shouldn't have came by the house today. Girl, you came right on time. You came right on time, honey. You are in the resilience estate. You came right on time, okay? So we're going to call this, we're going to title this, Forgive for Yourself. Forgive for Yourself. So, yeah, we definitely need to talk about this. Because not only, you know, am I speaking to bless you, but this is also blessed me too. Yeah, not only will this, you know, convict you in some way, but it's going to be convicting me too. Because as I said before, you know, we need to apply forgiveness, you know, in our everyday life. Because we want to come across people every day that's going to challenge us. And they're going to do some things, they're going to say some things, and it doesn't have to be people you already know. It could be people that you've never met in your life, especially when you're out on the, on the road and, you know, and it's traffic or it's just a busy day and, you know, you're driving and you're dealing with people that are slow drivers and, you know, or, you know, and you just can't deal with that, you know, with it being slow and you just, you know, try to get around them or whatever. Or you happen to be driving slow just for a minute or whatever and the person behind you gets a little irritated and they come by you and they may pass by you on purpose and they just flip the finger or whatever or they say something nasty to you and that just stirs you up in a way that you just like, "Mm, you know, you know how we do. You know how it happens, right? And then right then and there, you either just say, Lord, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing, right? Or you just like, you know what? you know the f word too you know what i mean <laughs> i'm just being real because you know come on now come on and then you just you know totally irritated because of how they act you know and this that or whatever right but you know there is some there is some of us that has been dealing with unforgiveness for quite some time we've been dealing with it for years actually there's people in our life whom we connect or we have that we know that, you know, that's still around that you had not officially really have us, you know, a conversation with because of what took place. What what you know what happened. You know, the pain is still raw. Mm-hmm. And it's been twenty years. I mean, I know now, I know for sure, there's people that still haven't forgiven the dead. Mm. The people who've been dead have been deceased for more than a decade or more than 30-plus years or even more than maybe six months. How about that? And the people, those individuals, they like, were well, good riddance. I hope you're right you know where. I know you. you know all of that, right? And I'll be honest with you guys. That 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 doesn't make you feel good. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what you say. That doesn't make you feel good. That make you feel good for just that moment. But still, that's selfishness. That's still pride, you know? I'm not excusing the hurt. I'm not excusing their behavior. Because how they did it and what they did was just uncalled for. Right? You have every right to be upset. You have every right to be hurt. You have every right to be angry. But don't allow that angry to start creating something and 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 start infesting this unforgiveness spirit to the point that it starts to poison you. And then you're out for revenge and then you then you start spewing out hateful, you know, disgusting, you know, words, and then your actions on top of that will be just as painful and lethal and God forbid, deadly. Mm. That's what unforgiveness creates. You know, that's the ingredients of unforgiveness. Because I'm telling you, you allow unforgiveness to saturate in your spirit, man, in your spirit, in your heart, girl. Mm. You let it sit there. You know, it it it's gonna it's gonna create something in you that you never ever never ever thought you ever experienced in your life. Right. And let me tell you what unforgiveness can do to you. First of all, you can't be free. You're not free. I don't care what nobody say, cause you know people say, well, I'm moving on with my life, but I'll never forgive what they did to my mother. I never forgive what they did to my dad. I never forgive, never forgive them for what they did to me. But I'm going to move on with my life anyway. You know, I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to enjoy you know, spending time with my kids or this, that, or whatever. But truth be told, you're not really enjoying your life 100% because there's a part of you that is still being controlled, okay, by that person that hurted you, by that person that caused harm in your heart or your physical body or or your state of mind. That person still has control over you. Mm-hmm. And and even though you have not talked to them for a minute or you have not seen them for a minute or whatever, you know, life is moving on, right? Like, you know, as it should, you know, it's still in you though. But when you see that person face to face or when you um, hear their name in conversation, or if you you hear the convers hear the name of the conversation, that person is going to see that. Like you have a like a relative and your cousin or your sister whoever going. Well, I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see Michelle, and you're like, why? What are you gonna need to see her for? Oh, because you know we're gonna have, you know she's in town and you know haven't seen her for a minute and we'll go hang out for a bit. What are you gonna hang with her for? You know what she did to this family. You know what she done to Mama. You know what she did to me and this that or whatever. You see what I'm saying, right? You know, even though you say you moved on with your life, but yet you're still holding a grudge as soon as you hear her name, as soon as you hear you know hear that she's in town oh you, that that side of you it starts to starts to come back to life, right It's like it just it just resurrected <laughs> you know, and then the memories come back. Like you said in conversation, but you know what she did to us? You know how she treated us? You know how she lied to us and she stole from us and she did this, she did that, whatever, you know, that it comes right back. And she, she's not even in, in your presence, but just her name. It has already just compromised the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So your whole attitude is shifted, right? Your attitude is shifted. You can't think straight now right because you you remember of the times that you you trusted her you believed in her you sacrificed your time to to help her get to where she is today you know she lied she betrayed she manipulated she tricked she she was sneaky she was all of that and then you found out the truth the hard way about this person and and now you just can't forgive her because of what she did and what she did to your mom or what she did to your dad or what she did to your children or what she did to the household or what she did to the whole, to the whole family and it's unacceptable it's so unacceptable wow and i know i'm i'm really i know i'm touching on some toes right now i know i am I, i'm i'm stepping on them you know, because unforgiveness is is, it's raw, it's filthy, it's dirty, it's nasty, it stinks, and this is what's is infested in your life right now. You cannot move forward in your life until you forgive, man. I mean, even God Word says, you know, if you can't forgive your brother. How do you expect me to forgive you? I'm not going to forgive you because you're not going to forgive your brother. How in the world do you say you're going to love God, but yet you don't forgive your brother? Then, you know, then you don't know God. Because God forgives you for your mistakes. He's forgiven you for a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff that you are aware of and some you probably don't even remember. <laughs> you know, some things you don't even remember. But God will bring it to your remembrance, Right? He will bring it to your remembrance, and then when you start to ponder on those episodes, <laughs> of those days, of those moments, those weeks, those years, the things you said about God, or the things you did against God, and all that stuff, oh yeah, you will eat that humble pie. But yet you won't forgive your sister, and I don't mean in in a blood related way. I mean your sister in Christ, or, or that 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 person. You won't forgive her, or you won't, or you won't forgive him, whomever it may be, whoever you, whoever you are angry with, whoever you just say, I don't have anything to do with you ever, ever, ever ever again. I can't trust you. I I, I just can't. I, I can't. Now, listen, I understand if you, you know, committed in a relationship, you, you bonded with that person and all those things. And, you know, that person betrayed your trust and because of the things they did or whatever, You know, I understand that part, you know, because trust, when you break that trust, man, it's hard to regain it. And it takes time. It takes time. And that is okay. That's okay. But when you still holding on that unforgiveness spirit, man, man, let me tell you something. It it, it does something to you. You may not see it right away, but it does something to you. To you, that's why I titled this episode "Forgive for Yourself." Because when you start to let that thing go, you will feel the release in you, man. You will feel the release. You will feel this weight lifted off for you. You can. You, you will start seeing things differently, man. I mean, there's so many people, man, that is holding. Uh, unforgiveness. You know they they are not they have not forgiven their moms or their dads, or their brothers or their sisters, or their best friends. They haven't forgiven people in general because of what they did. And I know some of you probably say, but well, you don't know the situation, Tawanda. You don't know the story, man. You don't know how they did this. They they murdered my family, or you know they molested my daughter, or. or they, you know, they they abused us and this, that, or whatever. And I know it is. Ooh, I know some of the story is just like my God, my God, my God. But look at how they treated Christ. Look what they did to him. When when Judas came with the with the team. <laughs> And that and that soldier was approaching Jesus to take him. And what Peter did, Peter just went off and just said, and sliced the man's ears off, one of his ears. And Jesus said, no, uh-uh, don't do that. And he took the man's ear and he healed him. I know that soldier was like, what? He like wait a minute, maybe he he couldn't believe what what Jesus did. See Jesus, he knew what was going to happen to him. He didn't want it to happen, but he he knew what was going to happen, and he, it had to happen for the sake of us. Because when we hear this story often, and we hear it in detail of what they did to him, they beat him, man. They beat them with the whip. And if you know what those whips look like, the edge, the tip of the whip, so every time they hit them with force, it immediately, it opens the skin. Oh, my gosh. So, he want us to forgive. He forgave them. He even said, Lord, forgive them but for they don't know what they're doing We have to we have to do the same thing and yeah I know it's hard girls I know I know I know that pain man I know that pain because instantly we want to go back and we want to go ahead and retaliate we want to go just like Peter we want to go back and just cut them up We just want to go back and knock them out We want to go back and pour that same type of pain that they did to us it may feel good for a minute, but guess what? We got to deal with the consequences after that. Mm-hmm. We got to deal with the consequences after that, y'all. And I don't think you want to deal with the consequences. Because you know better than, they, than that person that did harm to you. Right? For, for unforgiveness is poison. It's poisonous to the the soul. It's poisonous to your mind, man. It's poisonous in your heart. And you're angry. You're angry at that person that did this horrific thing, you know, situation to you. I get that. But you still hold on to that poison. You are dying faster than they are. Even though you wish they were dead. <laughs> Even though you wish they would suffer. Even though you wish they could just, you know, you know, go to hell or whatever. Come on, let's be real with that. But yet, what you are spewing out, what you say, you know, is killing you. It's killing you, man. It's killing you from the inside out. It really, really is. But yeah, you say you good. I'm cool. I'm all that. I'm this that whatever. I'm living my life like it's golden. No, you're not. You living your life like fake gold. Cause after a while, it start to tarnish. It start to it start to show its true ugliness. How many of you bought fake jewelry before? You know, whether you went to, um, you know, uh, Asian store, for, uh, you know, where you went to Target or whatever. You see the pretty necklace and it's pretty, or you see a pretty ring, you know, but you know it ain't real gold. It's not real. You wear it and you wear it and wear it, you know, because it's your favorite jewelry. and It looks so pretty. And especially it's a jewelry that you can wear pretty much with just about anything in your wardrobe. But after a while, you start to notice that that gold is not shining anymore, Right? It starts to get a little dull. And then after a while, you see that it starts to turn brown. <laughs> it looks rusted and old and, you know, raggedy. <laughs> and then after a while, what happens? You t- you take it off and you throw it away because it doesn't look so pretty anymore. Right? That's how it is with you, with unforgiveness. If you don't immediately release that it's going to eventually going to turn and it's going to cause it's going to it's going to turn it's going to cause so much problems in your life and a lot of people out here today are walking in unforgiveness and they still can't get nothing together they can't they can't you know start enjoying life the way God intended for them to enjoy their life. Let me tell you something. As I said before, when when you don't forgive, you're not free, right? You're missing out, man. You're missing out on on opportunities. You're missing out on building relationships. You're not free for you. You're not free to live. You're not. You're not free to live your life. You're You're not free to be happy. You're not free. You're not free to really enjoy the peace that surpasses all understanding. You're not. You're not free to love, man. I don't care what nobody said. You're not free to love. How can you say that? You say you love God, but you don't love the person that persecuted you. You say you love Jesus, but yet you still hate the dude. You still hate that person that caused all this pain. And you know, you ain't and I'm and I'm not disputing the anger. Because as I said, God has given those emotions to us. Yeah. But even with that, we still can't allow allow that anger to fester in our spirit. We can't. It compromised everything. It, it it put everything on a halt. God can't even do anything for you. And there's so much that he has for you. But everything is put on hold because you're not free from you know from forgiveness you you still you still you're still remembering what that person said, what they did, how they did it, when they did it, you remember the day, you remember the you remember the the hour. Remember where it was. You remember the incident. like it happened yesterday. Because you're still meditating on that. Even though you move on with your life. Even though you go ahead and take your kids to school. Drop them off to school. You go ahead to work. You, you know, talk to complete strangers. <laughs> you know? But yet, when you have a moment... Or you hear, uh, med- you know, some motivation, uh, motivational uh, uh, message, you know, from other people, ministers, or whoever, and they talk about forgiveness, or they talk about freedom in your heart, or freedom in your soul, or whatever, or releasing this or whatever. You immediately just, you know, say, "That ain't me right now." I can't forgive this person because they really, really, really did me wrong. They really, really did me bad. They really played me for a fool. And that's the thing because we realize that we've been playing for a sucker and we should have had our guard up all this time. And so now you really are more mad at yourself and you really have not forgiven yourself. Even though you are mad at that individual, even though you you haven't forgiven them either, but you're mad at yourself the same. Because here's the thing, you don't want to get involved in another relationship again. Because it hurts too much. But that's selfishness. I can tell you personally, I was that way too, over 20 some years ago, man. As I said before, last week I had talked about, you know, well, my heart. I, By nature, I love hard. By nature. You know? Um, you know, I love people. I love... I do. And I give without... You know, I just give. I love giving. I give my time. I, you know, I give my heart. I give my advice when, it, when it's needed, you know, or whatever. I just give by nature. That's just how I am. But if that person... Um, doesn't respect that or doesn't appreciate, I would say, uh, appreciate what I put down. And, you know, I, I immediately turn away from that. But when it's a personal relationship, it's a deeper relationship, especially with a guy or a person that you fall in love with and you've you you just you've been faithful and honorable and respectful, and, you know, you, you were there for that person. But when they, you know, when they surprise you unexpectedly, you know, with the letters saying that they don't want you no more. They don't want to be with you no more. You know, they don't care for you or they don't love you, you know. Or they just, you find them with another another girl, you know, with another woman. You find they've been cheating on you all this time. That they've been messing around behind your back all this time. You know, or whatever the case may be, right. You find that and it, and it devastates you. It shocks you. And you didn't see no signs, you didn't see nothing. You you, you didn't get no forewarning. <laughs> and and honestly, the warnings probably was there, but you just never paid any attention because you were so committed to this person. And 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 it's fair, it's all, it's all you know, it's all good because you really did care. You love that person. I get that. I get that because that's how I was too. But when you get Hit like that and then when you finally get to see the person that hurted you that way and they treat you like garbage they totally diss you, you're like ghost to them right, you're like ghost to them they don't even see you standing there but you're there <laughs> everybody else sees you but they don't see you oh it hurts to the core I remember that. Right? I remember that. It hurt like core. Man. It, I mean, it's like just I mean, I don't know how deep you can hit that 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 knife in your heart, but it goes deep beyond. And that's when you say I would never ever love this way again. I would never love this way again because it hurts too much. I remember saying that. I remember saying it that, that night when I was on the top floor of my dorm. And I was looking out the window, and I saw my, my, my friends looking for me. And they didn't know I was in the building on the top floor. And that top floor was uh, was not occupied during that summer, during that time. Only the two floors was occupied for summer, uh, summer students, but not the top floor. So it was always pitch black up there. And that's where I was, right there. And I said, I would never, ever, ever love this way again. I would never love this hard again, I think I said that. Because it hurt too much. But not realizing that that was being selfish. I didn't realize at that time that I was being selfish. Because God gave me this this heart to love. We're supposed to love one another. Even those that persecute us. Just like Jesus loved those who persecuted him. hmm Wow, ooh, think about that. Think about that, y'all. And he knows, from a human perspective, he knows how our flesh can react instantly. He knows. Look at Peter. (laughs) And not just Peter, everyone else. But when you do that, does it make you feel better? Honestly, honestly. Think about it. Does it really make you, when you retaliate or when, when you see that person get hurt, some of us be like, that's good for them. You know, it's been, it's been, it's been a long time coming, but they finally got it, you know, And this style, whatever. And see, that's nothing but that, like I said, that's nothing but pride right there. That's nothing but selfishness. That's just, that's just, it really is because you still hurt. You still hurt. And we're and honestly, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to pray. First of all, we're supposed to forgive, number one. But we are supposed to pray for them as well. Because they don't know what they're doing. Because hurt people, what? Hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Let that sink in your spirit for a second. Hurt people, hurt people. So like you... You've been hurt by somebody that's already hurting. And you are hurting someone else because you are hurting. Ooh. Hurt people. Hurt people. Right? It's a full circle there. Full circle. And this poison is just going around in circle. You know that song? You got me going in circles. Bum 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 bum. <laughs> oh, round and round I go. That song, you remember that song back in the day? But you know, you going around in circles, you know. But it ain't about love. <laughs> it's not about love. It don't feel good, right? Because your heart is infested with so much pain. You see, God loves you so much; He doesn't want you to die in pain. He doesn't want you to die. He don't want you to die in pain, and I mean dying from inside. He doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to cast it to him. He will handle the pain. He can handle it. He wants us to release all of the cares, all of the abuse, all of the all of the bad words, all of the all of the anger, everything to him. And he will exchange that with his peace. Mhm. Yeah, man. Now, that, that that's that's not, a, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, once you're free from forgiveness, that, you know, you guys can be buddy buddies and all that stuff. That's not what I'm saying. Because, you know, that's the thing. When we say, well, if I forgive, that's like giving them power. No, it's not. No, it's not. That makes me look like, you know, make me look naked in a sense. You know, no, it, no, it doesn't. Because see, when you don't forgive them, they already got power over you. Because as soon as you see them again the next 6 months or 6 years, you they come back in into your into your space, the memories of what they did to you comes right back and then your whole attitude change. Cuz one minute you laughing and having a good time with your friends and family and then you see that person comes up out of nowhere and you just have and then you have a relapse moment and then your whole attitude shifts. And then you get angry and you just get irritated and irritable. And then it just it, it just messes up the whole entire mood. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about. God doesn't want us to carry that in our hearts. That person has control over you when you don't forgive them. But when you decide to let it all go, you're doing it for yourself. Because you want to live. You want to be free. You want to be free in your soul, in your mind, in your heart. You know, you want to be free. You don't want to carry that that poison anymore. You don't want to carry that stench. You don't want to carry that garbage anymore. You don't want to carry that weight. Because what it's doing is suppressing you to live your life the way God had, had created for you to live your life. You're missing out with your family. You're missing out with building new relationships. I get it when it comes to trust. I get that. But allow God to heal you from that. It takes time to build trust with those individuals that hurted you. I understand that 100%. And especially if you gave them the benefit of the doubt like so many, many times. And even God says... You know, even Jesus said we need to forgive them 70 times 7. We need to forgive them. That's why I said at the beginning that we need to learn to forgive every day. Not just the people that had hurt us, but we sometimes have hurt other people. And we also got to forgive ourselves for putting ourselves in this situation. And there's a lot of us out there, man, we haven't forgiven ourselves. We look back over our lives and we look at the, the it, the, you know relationships that we, um that we got involved in and we, you know been played for fool by the by the by those individuals or by that man or husband or whatever, and we are mad at ourselves because we you know, we say we would never do this to ourselves. We never, you know, going back on our word. And then we did it anyway. Right. And then we thought this person was for real. We thought this person was honorable. We thought this person was faithful. We thought this person was truly a gold mine, you know, heaven sent, you know, and all that in between. And then as time passed on, we get to find out the trueness of that person. And we see how this person truly treated you and how they respond to you and all this other stuff, Blah blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, That's when the unforgiveness comes in. That's when the rejection comes in. (laughs) That's when the anger comes in, you know. And the more you think about it, the more you ponder, the more you meditate on it, you get more upset at yourself. You look yourself in the mirror and then eventually you can't stand to see the sight of you anymore because you say, why did you do this to yourself? Why did you lie to yourself? (laughs) You can't trust yourself some of you just can't even trust yourself. You can't even trust your own judgment. You can't you can't because you unforgiveness will it will it will just screw you over. It it will, it, it will mess with your mind, it will mess with your vision, it will mess with your senses, man. It really really does. Because when it comes to your heart, you do whatever means necessary to protect it. You build this wall. You build a cement wall, honey. You build. You build. Forget cement. You 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 upgrade it. You went to titanium. Cause some of y'all have a heart of stone, as they say. You can like cold stone. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Cold stone. <laughs> but I mean, y'all y'all took it up a notch with some of your sisters. Y'all you're lethal. Woo! man. Oh man. But I know through all of that, that callous, you know, behavior, that attitude there's still a sweet spirit in you because you were never this way when you were a baby, when you were a little girl, it always, it it was never like this always, right? And you know what I'm saying for some of you because you know how you are. You know you were always that free giving, you know, free nature type of woman, you know, you were always joyful about life, about people, you always get people the benefit of the doubt and all those things. And that's how God created you. But you got involved with people whom you thought was real, whom you you know, you entrusted your heart, your passion, your compassion, your love, your everything, and they took it and they ruined it, they stepped on it. They just brutalized it you know they, they abused it they just oh they just they just messed it up and you you came back a different person. So some of you were just like me over 20-some years ago when you said I would never love this heart again because it hurts too much. but you're not living your life. You're not living your life more abundantly. And you're being selfish. Because when you, you know, um imprison your heart, you're missing out. I get it, man. People people are cruel. I get it. People, people are 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 just mm. but you gotta understand too, you gotta look from their perspective. They are hurting, too. And sometimes, let's keep it real, sometimes they don't even realize they're hurting other people, to be truthful and honest about it. Some people are just in deep denial. You know what I'm saying? Because they've been doing this for so long. They've been mistreating people. You know, their behaviors, their behavior has not been brought to their attention. There has not been somebody in their life that was bold enough to really stand by them and tell them about their actions, their their actions and behaviors, you know? Some people may have brought it to their attention, but, of course, you know, they just, you know, shrug it away and say, okay, whatever. I'm just going to keep it moving, blah, 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 right? But there has not been somebody that's been really like, you know what? I ain't going to win. I'm going to stand here. If you have to fight, we're going to fight, but I'm going to let you know. Your behavior needs to be, it needs to be checked people just allow people to do whatever they want to do and they get away with it and it's not right no it's not and you and you you have been honest you've been fair you've been just you've been all of those things towards those people those and that individual and yet they still mistreated you they still disrespected you they dishonored you you know they don't they don't love you the way you love them their love is totally misconstrued it, it's just totally Oh my goodness, it's just messed up. They don't even know how to love because no one loved them the way God loved them. They don't even know how how it feels to be loved. They just love the surface of of things. or They love the surface of that person. The physical beauty. They love what they see. But they don't know how to love. What they get. What they have. They don't know how to reciprocate that love. They don't know how to do it on a daily basis. They love what they see and they got to have it. And when they get it, they don't know how to treat it. Mmm. Isn't that how you do with your life? Mmm. Come on now. This. Things in life that you like, you you love. You're like, oh, I got to get this. Oh, I love this. i got to have it. And there may be some things you do treat and you, you know, you treasure and all of that stuff. But think about it now. Think about it. There, there may be a time when you said, oh, I got to have it. And you got it, but you didn't know how to take care of it. You mistreated it in some kind of a way. Mm. It's just like that with people in our lives. we love them, but we don't know how to treat them and honestly, some of them have they probably have done no wrong to you. they're just the type of people that just you know you know they just don't play games too much, you know they're very honest with their you know with their with their with their words, you know, and they're not being rude about it they just you know they're good people, you know, and you know it okay, like your mom. This 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 get down to just like your mom. You know, you love your mom to the moon and back. You love your dad to the moon and back, right? And then, you know, when you need that advice, you know, they're gonna give it to you. But when you don't need an advice, you know, you wanna you want them to tell you what you already feeling, what you already been contemplating, but they ain't gonna do that. They ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing, they're gonna give you the real stuff the real scoop. <laughs> They're going to tell you the raw deal or what you need to do or how you need to do it or you need to get your attitude together. You need to get this adjusted. Blah, 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 blah. And, and then that's when you're like, I don't want to have anything to do with you right now. I, I'm not feeling you right now. I don't want to talk to you right now. You get, you, I don't want to deal with it right now. Oh, she's getting on my nerves because she keeps getting on my business. This, da da da, 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 whatever. And then eventually you just, you you mistreat them. You You mistreat them. Because you know you're hurting, maybe I'm not too deep, I don't know, but I just know that if you start forgiving for yourself, man, oh man, you'll be a different person, and people people don't forgive of the petty things, it's not even so much of you know that you know of of things that you know. That, yeah, it, it 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 gets you to contemplate whether or not to forgive or not, to forgive or not to forgive, huh? you know. But there's some things that, I mean, that it's just like 20 years old or 10 years old or 5 years old or 6 months old or whatever. And people are just like, you know what, I don't have anything to do with you. you uh, 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 I can't forgive you for that because, you know, this was just crazy what you did, whatever, you know. Man, oh, man. At the beginning, you understand, you know, why you are upset and this, that, whatever, because you you gave them the benefit of the doubt. You know, you gave them another chance. You, you, you trusted their words. You trusted them. They said, I will never do this again. I will never, never do this. I will never lie. I will never cheat. I will never steal. I will never do all of this stuff. And, you know, you see that they're going on the right path, so it seems. And then when you finally came in and you give in or you give them that money or you give them that new job or you give them a new opportunity, then the next thing you know, they, they, they lied. They run. They disappear. With your money, or with you know, or they don't come to work, or they you know they steal this, or they take that, or whatever, and then you get even more upset and more angry, and then it's like you know what? I'm never going to trust you again. I'm never going to love you again. I'm never going to respect you again because you totally disrespected me. You 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 played with my heart. You played with my feelings, and I will never forgive you for that. Mm. Am I te Am I stepping on somebody's toes right now? Now I'm not talking about those who have finally allowed God to heal them from that, but you know what I'm talking about though, because we, because you've been there too. But there are some of us out there today that's listening to the sound of my voice. You dealing with unforgiveness, and I'm telling you, I don't care where you are in the status of your life, <laughs> you still not living your best life because that unforgiveness it starts to corrode in your heart. It starts to manifest. It's like cancer, man. It starts to spread and it gets, and it starts to get worse and worse and worse through the course of time. And it compromises you from really living your life. It compromises you from building relationships. It compromises you to really learn to love freely, not loving freely with an exception. Ooh, wow. This is with an exception. I love you from a distance. Or oh, I, I love you with an exception of that you don't do this or you don't do that. But if you do this, I don't want to have anything to do with you. You know, I love you only with caution. With caution. I, I love you. Oh, mm, if you don't, if you don't pass this red line, don't cross this line. It's a thin line between love and hate. Mm, that's exactly what some of your sisters have to do. It's a thin line. I love you, but don't cross that line because I hate you for the rest of my life. Well, there you go. You remember that movie with Mar uh with Martin Lawrence? And uh what's my girl? You know who my girl is cuz she plays in that show Greenleaf on network own. Lynn Winfield. Yes. Y'all remember that movie, Thin Line Between Love and Hate? It was kind of like comedy, but yet it was also a suspense thriller kind of vibe, right? Yeah. You see how, you know, my girl Lynn, she played that part now. <laughs> Woo You know, that's a classic movie, you know. Um and she fell in love, but she was obsessed with the love. But when Martin rejected her, that's when that poison mm, crept back up into her, into her, her memory. Because she'd been loved before. She was she was that, that lover. She was she was that free type of person to love. She really, really was. But she got betrayed. She got played. Right? And she got tired of it. She never asked God to for to heal her from her previous relationships. And there's so many of you sisters out there right now, you didn't ask God to forgive you or to help to heal you, I'm sorry, you next got to heal you from the hurt from the previous relationships you had. Because some of you just jump from one relationship to the next after a while, you know, not immediately, but you do it anyway. You know, that rebound relationship, as they call. And then when it's time when you really want to commit to someone, you know, you give your everything, you give them another, you give that person a chance or whatever. Thinking that you met the one, your man in the dreams, and then all of a sudden he says, "You know what? Ah, uh, this was a good thing we had together, but I, I I'm, I'm ready to move on to something better or whatever." And when they say something like that, oh boy, it starts to trigger something in you. Oh boy, you having a flashback moment? mm that movie real, R E E L, that that starts to play back in your brain. You start going back in time with all the other brothers that said something similar to that effect, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's when all of that nastiness starts coming out of you. And then you're gonna, like, oh, you're gonna reject me? <laughs> okay. Right? It is a thin line between love and hate. But God can truly heal you where well, you don't have to worry about that thin line anymore. He will strengthen your heart. He will rebuild you again from the inside out. He will give you his his love. He will pour his love into you. And that's when it comes to the intimacy part. Right? Because you can't be intimate with anybody else because it's too broken. You gotta learn to build intimacy with God first before you start building intimacy with anybody else. Including yourself. Because when you start abusing other people, you're abusing yourself too, babe. Unforgiveness. That's abuse. You're abusing yourself for the opportunity of being around people and being blessed. And being inspired. And and those people, those resources of people could take you to another level in your calling. But it's being compromised because of unforgiveness. It's time to forgive for yourself it's time to allow God to heal you. He knows what took place. He knows what's going on. I don't know why we keep thinking that God don't know what's up. He knows everything. He knew what was going to take place before you knew it. Mm-hmm. But we get so, you know, we get so blinded by our emotions, man, that we just think that God is, you know, God ain't listening to me or God don't care and Or whatever. He cares more about you more than you care about yourself. And that's why, you know, he wanted me to talk to you about this today. Whoever is listening to me today. Because somebody is dealing with that unforgiveness. And it's compromising you. It's compromising you to go further in your ministry or in your in your um you know in your calling. It's cause, it's, it's compromising you. You can't go anywhere further than, than, than where you are right now until you say, forgive me. Oh God, until you forgive that individual, your life is just going to be messed up. I don't care. I don't care if you live in, in a beautiful home and you, you make a six figures and you travel the country and all of that. Yeah. You having fun and all, but I'm telling you, your life will be 10 times better. <laughs> right? It would be way better than where you are right now. Because you finally say, you know what? I'm releasing this poison out of me. I don't want to die too early. I don't want to, I don't want to mess up or, or miss out, you know, on what God has established for my life, what He has for me. Man, I wanna I really want to laugh, you know, from the from the pit of my tummy. I mean, really have pure joy in me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and at the same and, and, and just really appreciate life better. As I said, forgive for yourself. That person that you've been holding a grudge for a long period of time and you haven't spoken to them for a minute. Maybe today is the day. No, today is the day. It's no maybe. Today is the day that you need to connect with that person and say, you know what? I want to apologize for not giving you the opportunity to really speak your truth because I was too angry and too bitter and too blinded by my own, you know? Not only did I have not forgiven you, but I didn't forgive myself. Mm. It's deep. It's deep. But you let them know I forgive you. I forgive you. I'm not expecting us to be the best of friends, or I'm not expecting us to start brand, you know, to start where we left off, or what have you because that is going to take time. Because yeah, you did hurt me. But I'm asking God to deliver me and to heal me through this process. You know, that we can eventually someday you know, be best friends or you know, um respect each other as friends or whatever, you know, whomever how that relationship is. You know what I'm saying? And learn to forgive yourself. I forgive myself for not knowing better. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so important to do that, ladies. It really, really is. And like I said, this is every day, because we are around people all the time, and we come around people with da- with, with, with dad <laughs> with negative attitudes. And especially at your work at your job, you know you have negative Nancys there, you got haters out there, you got people you know, and they got and they say something so sarcastic towards you and stuff like that, and it's not you personally, but you are there, so you are the punching bag, the words it hits you in a in a bad way, so you are the punching bag, no, you don't deserve it. <laughs> And here's the thing, a lot of us tolerates it too. But for a moment though. But every day, we have to learn to forgive. Forgive for ourselves. Because if you don't, you are or you are giving that person power over you. They are in control of your heart. They are in control of your mind. They are in control of everything about you. Because as soon as you see them, as soon as you hear their name, oh boy, you don't want to have anything to do with them. You want to move from one side of that room to the next side of the room. Because you don't want to be in their space. You don't want them in your space. You don't want to have anything to do. You don't want them to say your name. That right there. And, it, and what I'm just saying right now, if that's how you feel, then guess what? They're in control of your emotions. Mmm. You didn't think about it that way, did you? You're giving them power over you. But you got to take that power back by saying, I forgive you. I forgive you because I want to live. Hmm. <laughs> I want to live, you know, I want to, I want to live 100%. I want to love 100%. I don't need anything to compromise that. Mm -mm. Life's too short, man. Life's too short. Do you know how many people that is in their grave that has not forgiven their loved ones? And even those that are here on this earth that's still living, they have not forgiven the person that's in the grave. Wow. And you know some of them. It could be you. If not you, you know somebody in your family or your friends that still don't want to have anything to do with their ex-husband or with their parents or with their friend or with that boyfriend, that fiance, that lover, whoever. They have an unforgiving spirit. Like I said, I know I don't know the whole ordeal or the whole story. I know it was painful. I know it was just unthinkable what they did or how they did it. Oh, my gosh. I know. But still, we have to forgive. It's not easy. But it's doable. And God can help you through that process of forgiveness. He can help you through the process of healing. Mm-hmm. While he's doing that, he's restoring you all over again. He's restoring your heart. He's restoring your mind. Right? And here's the thing. He's rebuilding you. He's restoring you. He's strengthening you. So when the next season of your life, you can tell this story. To someone else who's going through that same pain. Because now you have that strength to talk about it. Just like I had the strength to talk about my situation years ago. And I have to say with my situation over 20 some years ago. It wasn't even so much about forgiveness. Because that love that I had for that individual was so pure. That despite how he dogged me and treated me and all those things. Yet I was still willing to give him another chance anyway. Just like some of you sisters out there, yet the love that you have for that person is so deep and so real in all those days, yet you're willing to give them another chance. You know, because you love them purely, right? But you also realize that they don't want to have anything to do with you. And that's the part that hurt the most because you couldn't figure out why. What have, what, what have I done to you for you to just mistreat me this way, to dog me this way. I just want to know. (laughs) Right? But if they don't have an answer for you, uh, I mean a good legitimate answer, you know, baby girl, you realize you are not the problem. It's all on them. It's all on them. They probably had made up their mind a long time ago when they started courting you in the first place. They already knew what, they, they already had an agenda and their agenda didn't work. Because you told them that you were not that type of of girl. (laughs) Right? And they just eventually, behind the scenes, they just started looking for someone else. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? And they did. And then eventually they just tried to just get out, phase out of the relationship with you. And I know it don't feel good. I know it's still not right. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know what? You still got to release that too, babe. You gotta let that all go because you you ponder on the memories and you ponder. I could tell you because I was pondering on this thing, oh my gosh, for like over a decade at the time, during that time, when I reconnected with that individual, I was in grad school, and that and that that had to been like what eight plus years later after the fact because I was just hoping that that person and I could reconnect you know we reconnected but I mean just go past that you know just actually seeing each other and all because I was willing to give that person another chance but it never happened and yet I'm still trying to figure out what what is it about me what, what is it? He doesn't like me? Is it, is, you know? And that's, and that's the thing, too, ladies. You cannot continue to ponder on that thought because then you start looking at yourself as a mistake or you start looking at yourself and say, well, I'm not pretty enough or maybe I wasn't attractive enough. Maybe I wasn't sexy enough. You know, maybe I didn't give it to him the way he wanted it or whatever. You start talking all this stuff. Your mind starts saying all kinds of crazy stuff. But I, at the end of the day, it got nothing to do with you anyway, boo. He has already made up in his mind. That there's somebody else or he just don't have any interest in you. And it's a hard pill to swallow. (laughs) It is. And that there you have to release. Because God has someone better for you. He does. He has someone better for you. For those of you who are still soul searching. (laughs) God has someone better for you. But in the meantime, soul search God. Allow him to, you know, you know, form this intimacy in you so you can learn how to love, learn what being in love is all about. Right. that You don't have to compromise yourself. You don't have to compromise your worth. Your values, your morals, anything like that. You stand bold of knowing who you are. And that man that comes in your life, he will know immediately before you even open up your mouth to say it. Hello, somebody. Because how you walk, how you talk, how you carry yourself all day, every day. You're not just doing that because you're going to church. You're not just dressing like that because, you know, you're going to to an event. No. You carry yourself like this all day. Whether you're wearing your stilettos, your Jimmy Choo shoes, or you wearing your your Reebok sneakers or whatever or pretty sandals, it don't matter. But home homeboy, he he know what he sees. It, it you, you don't even have to verbalize anything to him yet because he sees it on you. And you know right then and there that's God he sees in you. Come on now. Come on. But see, you missing out. You missing out. Because of unforgiveness, because you haven't forgiven that person. This is what I'm talking about. See, you are still a prisoner. Mm -hmm. It locks you up, it clogs your mind, it clogs you up. I'm telling you, y'all. You think you live in your best life? No, you're not. No, you're not. You're still in pain. That's a deep rooted issue that has infested. And I'm telling you, if you continue to carry that thing, oh my goodness. I mean, I'm. I don't know how more to tell you. I really don't know how more to tell you. Right? I want you ladies to really start embracing your life. You know, learning to, you know, learning you, learning you. Remember when we did that uh, that four week uh, session, learning you one on one. It pretty much is still carrying on to today with this topic about forgiveness, you know, because it contaminates your heart. It contaminates your life. It really, really does. People think that, you know, not forgiving is okay, but it's not, you know, you go head on and move on with your life, but you're really not living your life the way God intended for you to live your life, free. Without no worries, no drama, no issues. Because you learn to easily cast it all to his care. And that includes that unforgiveness. That includes that pain. That includes everything, 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 everything. Because you are carrying a load of stuff, my girls, that you don't need to carry no more. You cannot fix this. You thought you could. You, you tried it. And you see where it's gotten you. You have lost a lot, right? You invested and you lost. You give you and here's and here's the thing too. Somebody's like, well, I'm not giving people another chance because I've been burnt too much. I don't trust that no more. Man, that's still that's still dealing with unforgiveness. Because honestly, the people that comes into your life, they could be the most genuine, loving, compassionate people on the face of this earth. But yet you're missing out on that pure love that they have. You know, you're missing out because you're afraid of loving again. You're afraid of trusting again because of what took place in your life some years ago. Again, it goes right back to the root of the problem. And you did not ask God at that moment when it was raw, when it was bloody. When it was nasty, you didn't ask God at that moment to to remove this anger to remove this unforgiveness in your heart. you didn't ask him quick enough, you kept pondering on the memory you were you were you were still crying over it, and I'm not saying you had to no re- you, you shouldn't have cried because yes its it's all about the emotions. I get that you have a right to cry, you have a right to you know to vent and all of that, but immediately immediately that's when you say, God, take this away from me now because if Oh, if you don't take it away from me, God, I don't know what's going to, what's going to happen. I, I see how this poison can ruin people's lives. I've seen it. You see it all the time. You hear it on the news all the time. You read about it on social media. You hear it through friends. You know what it can do to you, and you know what it can do to you. To the people around you. Yeah. So, t- trust me when I tell you, beloved, that, yeah, you're you not living your life 100%. Trust me. You're not. Because you're still holding on to that issue. And you still holding on to the memories of that person. You may not have thought about it often you know, as you did before, but when you hear the name of that individual or when you find out that individual is coming back in town or that individual is coming over for dinner, you know, especially have a family gathering and stuff. I talked about this before around Thanksgiving. you yeah, I remember I did, a, I did an episode around Thanksgiving or whatever, and <clears throat> I was talking about how we need to forgive one another then, you know, when it comes to family and loved ones and stuff like that. And then when family comes and you don't see them once a year or maybe longer than that, when they come, you don't feel comfortable around them. You don't want to be around them. You don't want even want to sit at the table. <laughs> you don't want to even sit at the table next to them. You want to be far, far away from them, right? Psh, you can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. Again, they have control over you because of the fact you don't want to forgive. You giving them power over your heart, over your mind, over your activities. Over everything. A- anything that's associated with you is already compromised, baby. I'm just keeping on the real. Because you, you are not giving your all. You're not loving your all. And you're not living your all. Because that part of you is already being being uh, controlled by that person's behavior. By what that person did to you. What they said to you. They still continue to to. Uh, bully you. And they have not even been in your presence for more than a year or, or years. But the memories you still think about, yeah, they still got control over you. You don't believe me? Think about them now. The person that you're mad at, you haven't forgiven for God knows how many years. Go ahead, think about it now. Some of you are like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, I'm not ready for that. See, there you go. You have proven my point. You are allowing that person to take control over you, over your thoughts. That pain is still there. Allow God to heal your pain. Allow him to give you what you've been been. Oh, my gosh, what you've been dreaming for. If you want to be loved, allow God to love you the right way. Because he will not hurt you. He will not betray you. He will not take your heart and break it to pieces and step on it and spit on it. He will not abuse you. He won't do that to you. He will never do that to you. God is love. (laughs) and he has he has love to give to you baby he's the one that can heal you right now he can heal your brokenness right now wherever you are wherever you wherever you are listening to me right now whether in your car whether in your house whether in sitting in the park whether you are watching your kids playing whatever it is he can take care of it right now i don't know what what uh took place in your life that caused you to be in this position of not forgiving that person. As I said before, I don't, you know, I'm not ignoring the fact of the, you know, the pain with what you've gone through and the hardship and, you know, the devastation of what that person or person's caused in your heart and in your life or what have you. And I do understand, you know, and it is justifiable to be upset, to be angry, But at this state of the game, you know, you allow that anger to fester to the point where you don't want to forgive. And I'm telling you, man, it's just not helping the situation. It's not helping you. It's not helping you to live. You you are dying from the inside, man. You are slowly dying because it's poison, baby. It's poison. It's poison to your soul. It's poison. You You cannot give what has been contaminated. You can't. You can't give your love. You can't give your all to to your husband. You can't give your all to your kids. You can't give your all to anybody else what's already been contaminated because you didn't ask God at that time when it happened to you to to help you with that situation, to heal you from from that hardship. But now you have the opportunity to do it. You have the opportunity to say, God, forgive me and help me to forgive that person. Teach me, oh Lord, how to love. Teach me how to love. And I know it's hard, but man, oh man, when you finally release that thing and give it to God, in exchange, he will give you his peace and he will give you his joy. And you can start learning to live your life more abundantly as you should the way it's been the way God had ordained it just for you, no more worries, no more no more fears, no more doubts, no more anger, no more bitterness, no more resentment, woo, no more jealousy. Because even with that, you get jealous of the person that caused so much pain in your life because you see how their life is going, you looking at them and you see that you know they live in their best life, they travel over the world, they do this, they do that, and yet you you're still tormented by what they did to you and you're jealous at their life, you're jealous because they still live in their life, and yet you're still angry you not things are going crazy in your life, and especially those of you who had been in a relationship or in an intimate relationship with that person. And you see how they dog you, and now they're happily married to that person, and you wish that was you, oh boy, I'm just stepping into somebody's life right now, oh my goodness, gracious, somebody's going through that. I'm telling you, man, when you unforgive, when you don't forgive people, man, it releases so much, ooh, it releases so much pain and so much nastiness, you just ooh, I'm telling you you need to let this thing. Go. you need to let it go it doesn't make you weak when you finally release this it doesn't make you gullible it makes you stronger oh my gosh it makes you stronger and as as each day goes by you get stronger you become more wiser you, you see things clearer what? oh my gosh it's amazing man it's amazing and that's what God wants to do for you he wants you to t- today, this day, that he has made just for you. He wants you to connect, commit to him, and allow him to heal your brokenness. So you can live whole. You won't be lacking anything. You can truly enjoy your life as you should. <laughs> right? Listen, y'all, I hope this blessed you. I hope this truly, truly encouraged you and inspired you. And I really hope that this really has... Spoken to your spirit. Because I know a lot of you have prayed about some things. And I know some of you are still dealing with that pain and that hurt. Right? And maybe this was confirmation for you. Maybe this was confirmation. Right? hmm Maybe you have already been told through um, other people about that. Maybe you heard the, heard in the pastor speaking at church Sunday about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you hear it again today yeah yeah don't take it lightly right take it seriously and allow God to come in and let him just do what he do what he does best give you a new heart so you can start living and loving properly right without any hesitation right So we're gonna close with a prayer. Um and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really, really do. And I would love for you to share this episode out to um your sister friends. Because you know some sisters out there that, you know, y'all been talking (laughs) right? You know their situation because they've been sharing it with you and how angry they are with their with their baby's daddy and all this stuff and they you know dealing with that unforgiveness spirit as well, you know, that jealous spirit as well because they see their that man that whom they loved or whatever, you know, they with another woman. And they're talking about it and all those things and you see that it's 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 not good. It's not good, right? Um and they're not forgiving themselves because Again, they, you know, they don't, you know, they, they, they messed up and they are not at the position where they just, you know, they just don't see clear. Right. And it has compromised them to really start believing in love again. Because a lot of people, a lot of you don't believe in love. You think it's just a big joke. <laughs> right. But God is love. Love does exist. Right. And he is the one that can restore your love. Mm. Let him be the one to love you. Let him saturate his love in you, around you. Mm -hmm. Have that moment of uh, alone time with him. um, So he can reintroduce himself to you properly. So when you do meet your Boaz... You would know exactly how that love would feel. And you don't have to second guess. You don't have to doubt. You don't have to fear or nothing. Because see God is going to reveal that person to you anyway. Mm. And girl, when that day comes, come on somebody. <laughs> okay? Come on through. And if that is the case, I want you to share that with me. I want you to put that in the comments or whatever Uh, you are listening Uh, To me from, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Apple's, whether it's Google, wherever, and let me know. Let me know what God has done for you since you have released, you know, that unforgiveness spirit and ask God to cleanse you so you can learn to live free and forgive those who had hurted you. So, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, God, for allowing me to be able to speak to those individuals who are hearing my voice today thank you god to that you are ministering not just to them, but you're ministering to me as well, because I take this in also all of us are have been dealing with some form of hurt or betrayal um some in, in our life. Some of us are still dealing with the residue of something that was that happened twenty some years ago. God help us not to die, literally die with this poison in us. we want to. We want you to forgive us for our sins, for our shortcomings, for our behavior, for our (laughs) drama. We get so lost in the sauce, we don't even realize, you know, that, you know, we don't forgive, you don't forgive us. And that's very, very important to you. Because you don't want us to carry that, that weight. You don't want us to carry that poison. And it eventually starts to you know, get into our hearts and our spirit, and it just contaminates everything. You want us to truly be free from all of the malice, all of the betrayal, all of the the, 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 the misery. <laughs> you want us to be free and to truly enjoy the life that you have created just for us. Help those individuals, God, that are currently are hurting. As I said before, hurt people hurt people. And those who have hurted us, they don't, some don't even realize what they have done to us because they are too deep in their own pain. But God, forgive those that don't know no better. God, use us in a way that we never thought to be used. Help us, oh God, to minister to them. By coming to them and saying to them that we forgive them, so and that we forgive ourselves, so that we so that they can you know uh take that, and they will start learning how to forgive themselves and start learning how to forgive those individuals that hurted them. We are supposed to come together and help each other to be better, to do better, not to tear each other down, not to. Um, manipulate or to uh, lie or hurt we're supposed to uplift we are supposed to support especially with women there's too much strife and bitterness and jealousy and anger that's going on in, in our sisterhood we are supposed to love and support and uplift and pray and inspire and encourage we're supposed to evolve for better help us oh Lord to do that Help us, O oh Lord, to not look at each other, you know, as as a, you know, as a, as a problem, but to look at each other as a blessing. Each one of us have been given a gift by you. We have been given many talents by you, and each one of us are supposed to be supposed to be feeding from each other, not just being um, totally uh, afraid or fearful, but we're supposed to truly engage. We're supposed to be drawn by the ministry. Help us, O oh Lord, to truly appreciate each other. Appreciate the family that you have blessed us with. Appreciate our moms and our dad, those who are still here on this earth. Help us, O oh God, to, you know, to be healed by that as well. Because yes, there's been some pain in the family, in the bloodline that a lot of us are still carrying on to this day. And there's a lot of us who are in our prime, in our 50s, in our 60s, and beyond that are still carrying the anger and the resentment and the bitterness that took place when they were teenagers. God, help us to be free from that once and for all because tomorrow is not promised. And the people that are in our lives right now, it's not guaranteed that they will wake up tomorrow. Mm. Help us, oh God. Get down to the root of the issue that is at hand. So we can learn to live according to your will and your way. And we can live our life more abundantly with joy and, 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 and happiness and your peace that surpasses all understanding. We give you praise today. We thank you this In Jesus' name. Amen.